Ladies and gentlemen, Monday, March 8th, 2021. This is episode 63. Happy one year COVID anniversary. It's absolutely nuts to think that it has been almost a full year that has passed since we have been quarantined. We very much so hope that you guys have enjoyed our episodes throughout. Going to kick off an awesome episode here for you all throughout the rest of the night. Let's go ahead and introduce the rest of the crew from Richmond, Virginia. Dr. Wells, how we doing, kid? It's good to be back. I think we were on a bit of a hiatus there for a minute. I think the last episode was right around the Super Bowl, but, um, you know, back in, back in, back the in February. Again. Not not great, but you know what? We're doing the best we can here, you know? That's we're doing right. the best we can. Somebody's got to pay the bills. What'd you say over there? Live, said, what, live from New it, York? <laughs> I said, what, what month is it? Yeah, uh, who, who even knows? Like I said, it's been a year of quarantine, and, uh, you know, I, I honestly don't think I've kept track on days, weeks, months. I almost if said I 2020. If I didn't have a job, I would have absolutely no clue what the fuck's going on. For a little while, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, let's kick it off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and kick off some topics here off the top of the dome, um, but wanted to start with a new segment that I thought would be funny just to get the wheels churning, as we typically like to say. It's very simple. You've heard of it before. Could be categories, could be categories, could be the name game. We're going to call it the name game. The premise is we will pick a new category every week. Example, cereals, cars, magazines, whatever. You name it. The rules are simple and as follows. In rotation, list as many names or brands as possible. If you go longer than five seconds, I think that's even long in terms of thinking. You're out and you go silent and it goes between the last standing individual and whoever is left is the winner. Now, the prize is to be determined. That's going to be probably internal amongst us. You all probably will not find out. But I figured we would try to keep it simple this week and uh, start it off with cereals. So I'll go ahead and start us. The idea is we want to try to keep it fairly speedy. We're not trying to hurt ourselves here, but... Let's get a little I'm bit ready, of competition. I'm ready to be hurt. Let's go. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'll kick it off with Captain Crunch. Tom, you go next. Frosted Flakes. Life. Fruity Pebbles. Cheerios. Honey Nut Cheerios. Cocoa Crisp. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Captain Crunch. Yeah, oh, already been said. Oh, all right. Uh, uh, life. Oh, that's already been said. Shit. <laughs> all right, victory. Whoa. Victory goes to Tom. All right, well, the, the premise is pretty simple, and we'll get better at it every week, but I think it's a good way to get things started. 
And if you guys keep tuning in, we'll we'll keep anting up, you know, uh, up in the ante, I should say. We'll pick harder topics, and you might uh, really find out how stupid we are. So it's it's definitely worth sticking around. I like that. That's gonna be a deep dive. We're gonna get into some weird shit. Sneak preview: We do presidents, and we really (laughs) we really find out what we know. I know. (laughs) I know about three. So well, let's go for it. We'll work our way down the list. All right. Well, I figured it's a, a must discuss since everybody and their mother is talking about it today after yesterday's interview. Uh, Tom, you mentioned it. Harry, I haven't heard much from you. Um, but uh, Megan Merkel, Markle, however, however you pronounced it, set off an absolute nuclear bomb with their interview yesterday with Oprah Winfrey. And uh you know, my first thought is, who gives a shit, right? Like, the royal family's kind of beat, and they they have nothing to do with us here in the States, so why are we even humoring this? Okay, I've, I've got so much to talk about with this. <laughs> <laughs> Let it rip, kid. That's why I just we're think here. It's, I think it's hysterical that two millionaire royals are talking to a billionaire about how they feel oppressed for being royals or like how they feel like being oppressed by the rest of their royal family it's like the it is the it is the dumbest shit and and by the way this girl first of all to say that she didn't really know anything about the royal family and what life was like that's a fucking Eh. lie secondly for for the world to be shocked that about this bombshell report that someone in the royal family asked what color the baby was going to be is like the least shocking thing on planet fucking earth. Uh, to say that Harrison. the royals have some racist blood in them is like duh, fucking duh. You have hit the nail right on the head. This is what Thank I've been you. preaching. I, I, I truly don't understand how a royal family who has been in power for decades centuries literally <laughs> the, the epitome of of waspiness and we're surprised that they are shitty people <laughs> like I, but th- that's what i was i was saying to someone i was like all you had to do if you watch the crown this interview was like the the most uninforming uh, like unsurprising Right. load of shit interview right. like waste of two hours of my fucking princess life that's kind of how i thought this. about it well it's princess but princess anna like you know but she didn't she have was, she didn't have one of the actual royal bloodlines like standing sitting next to her right um, and she did and she did it in a she did it in a very well curated manner megan merkel while i believe that there's a middle ground here like i i believe that she definitely was forced out I believe they were definitely shitty to her and to them to try to force them out. She's definitely grabbing the limelight right now, Love, loving it all the way through. And all, all the meanwhile, the husband's sitting there just looking dumbfounded because he knows that probably, like Princess Diana, they're going to take her out. <laughs> Well, I hope, I, mean, I hope it doesn't resort to that. We've seen this before, right? Like, we know these, how the story ends. I, I, mean, I sure hope not. 
Look, you got Prince Charles who had an affair. Not a great guy. Prince Andrews involved with Jeffrey Epstein. Really bad guy. Are, are, are we shocked that internally within the royal family this shit goes on? No. And nor should we care because we've got our own problems here in the United States. <laughs> Well, that's that's yeah. the thing. It's it's now it's now being sprinkled into a United States thing because it's not like they're gonna live in you know wherever where where is the royal palace? London. Yes. That's uh, showing my non-cultured self here. <laughs> I, I I I think it's fair to assume that they are not welcome there, and so obviously they're gonna move here now and. Now everybody has to hear about it because well, they live here, right? Haven't they been living in LA? Yeah, they bought a fourteen and a half million dollar mansion in Los in in, uh, in Montecito, which is like just south of Santa Barbara. After they got married, sounds terrible. With taxpayers' money, nonetheless. Should we should we start a GoFundMe for their uh, their losses? We should start a GoFundMe for for Archie and his chickens. <laughs> Um, because his parents are about to get offed. Anyways, it's it is it's it's the whole thing was is a charade. The whole thing is a is a popularity grab, a money grab. Uh, I mean, the fact that you know the, it started off with like, you know, is it true that Kate Middleton made you cry? And she goes, No, Kate made me cry. And I was like, This is this is fucking terrible. Yeah, uh, I, I I mean, look. Nonetheless, if there were horrible things that were done, and she's trying to out that and expose it, good on you. But there's a lot of stuff, dirty laundry, that's already been aired out, stuff that we already know, that I feel like was a way for them to further accelerate their financial portfolio, which they've already continued to do since they've been outed from the royal family. I mean, these these two have made more money leaving the royal family than they would have probably with. So, yeah, that much is true, and, and not to mention that that Prince Prince Harry and Oprah are starting a podcast together. Oh, sweet! Are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. And this guy's with James Corden singing, you know, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air last week. I mean, get, get over yourself, man. Oprah podcast. But, but Tom Tom brought up a good point, right? Like, <laughs> this is a guy who's royalty, and now he's on James Corden. Like, like there, there's just, there's just no. Oh, I don't know me. if there's it's, ever it's, been. Sorry, go ahead, Grimes. I was gonna say I, I misspoke. It's Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are coming out with a <laughs> coming out with a, a Spotify podcast. <laughs> oh, great, great. We're gonna get a fucking twelve-part docu series on everything we already know. Everybody, yeah. tune in, like, subscribe to End of Regulation, not to theirs. Uh, but yeah, back to my original. My my very first thought on all of this is like. I, I, I can respect him for not being, you know, power hungry and all of that with in terms of, you know, being literal royalty on Earth. There's only a handful of people that can say that. But the decline of Prince Harry, who might be a Carson Wentz long lost brother. Has, I don't know if there's ever been a more his, historic decline in such a short period of time. Like you're, you literally go from the prince of England to Meghan Markle's husband. I just, I don't know. It, I, I feel bad for the guy. Right. I agree, but like, right. like you've done it to yourself. Like, 
I, I don't <laughs> want him to wake up in 10 years from now thinking, like, what the fuck did I do? He's going to, dude. That's a great point that you just made. Like, this, is, this guy had everything laid out in front of him. He meets this girl who's a C-list actor, let's say, at best. Instagram influencer, maybe. And all of a sudden, now this guy is her side piece on the Oprah show. And now their podcast. And well, probably on, for the rest of his life. On, on top of all of that, like all you know, material possessions and fame aside, what kind of sucks the most is he's excommunicated from his family. I could. That's where I draw the line between me and the girl, and it's like you know, thanks, but no thanks. I gotta. I have a family. Right, I'm a family. I don't man. know. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe. He's not. Then again, like you said, his family's so fucked up. Maybe it is the right decision. So. Whatever. Maybe, man. Maybe he got out at the right time. All right. Well, let's move on to greener pastures, Harry. Unless you have anything uh, to say to wrap here, wrap it here up. Hell no. All right, good. All right, well, uh, quick tidbit on a more positive note before. Hold on, I'm getting a. <laughs> My wife is listening <laughs> to us recording right now and just texted me and said, maybe he sacrificed for love. Maybe. I think not. I think it was for financial gain, but. I like where your head's at. You're a sweet woman. All right. I uh, I got a invite to a new app. Not very new. It's been out for a little bit, but it's invite only. Uh, Clubhouse. I dropped it in your guys' uh, inboxes asking if you guys were interested in it. Nobody responded, so I just went and cried in the corner by myself. But... Um, Wanted to let you guys know that it's super sweet. I'm still learning the ropes, but it's uh, basically TED Talks from a multitude of different individuals uh, from different backgrounds at the press of a button. So you can tune in and listen to a bunch of to- uh, doctors. doctors discuss the different vaccines, and you can also tune in and hear Elon Musk talk about ridiculous stuff and how we're getting to space and Whitney Wolf, you know, the CEO of Bumble. It's pretty wild that you can just pop in and listen to them live. Nothing's recorded, so you can't go back and listen. You just have to be there at the moment that it's going on. So um, let a brother know and I'll send out some invites. What? Um, what's the point of this, of, of this app platform? So I'm trying to figure that out. But I think it's uh, informational. Um, it's kind of like Twitter meets YouTube. But it's all, nothing is recorded and nothing is posted. It's just you get a notification uh, feed when you open up the app and it tells you all the different topics and who is hosting them. Uh, mutual friends that might be within those chats. You yourself can host your own chats. Do you have something important to talk to? So, like, I think, you know, in terms of a business scheme or not scheme, you know, standpoint, like, end of reg could have their own clubhouse account. And we could literally host, 
you know, live talks the day before a basketball game or a football game. And, you know, we could go over live spreads and we can go over, you know, anything we honestly wanted to. And you can Mm -hmm. open up to listeners to ask questions. There's a little hand raising button um, and they essentially they let you click the person that's raising their hand. It unmutes them, Um, you know, and then sometimes everyone's unmuted. And it's chaos. It's like literally a Call of Duty from 2006. Uh, <laughs> you literally just go in, and it's people just screaming at each other. I went in on 21 Savages that he was hosting, and it was literally the scariest thing I've ever been a part of. Yeah, I'm sure that was a very intellectual discussion. Oh, beyond. <laughs> it, it's like the perfect 21, 21. Plat- It's like the perfect platform for like the anti-cancel culture, because like nothing's recorded, so. Right. someone catches you like saying something messed up like but there's also going to be no recording that they can go back to to like be like oh he said this like he's a bad person right but what's yeah i mean and that's what's great is because you can avoid that by all means because you pre-select when you log in what your interests are similar to if you remember stumble upon so you say like i like sports entertainment uh you know food travel and then it curates that list and only puts towards you, you know, speakers that are covering those topics. Um, so you can, you know, obviously avoid shit that you don't want to listen to. You can avoid, you know, running into things that conflict with your opinions, ideologies, you know, whatever it is, um, which is kind of nice. It's not forcing you into, you know, having to listen and read all of this crap from stuff that you don't agree with or, or you know, whatever it is. I dig it. I'll check it out. Is it an app or a, pl- or a website? It's an app. Yeah, send that yeah, link out app. again. I'll definitely look at it this time. Promise. Yeah, it's sweet. I mean, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I doubt that, but I'll send it out. Don't be wasting my invites, bro. You only get a, a select few, okay? You have to pick your friends very wisely. All right, well, let's move on. Um, we've got some stuff that we wanted to talk about in the NFL. Understand that it's the off season, but uh, it's not always boring. We've got a handful of trades, rumors going about, and more. As you're probably well aware, phone buzzing today with breaking news notifications about Dak Prescott. The Cowboys and Prescott have agreed to a four-year, 160 million. That's right, 160. 126 million of that is guaranteed with a 75 million dollar signing bonus so nothing but money for mr prescott it's the highest in nfl history with 75 million due in one year so i'll turn it over to you boys to decide whether or not mr prescott is a 160 million dollar man i cannot believe this number and I'm, you know, I, I understand it because Jerry Jones is, that's who Jerry Jones is. He walks the walk and he talks the talk and he, he pays his guys and everyone all of a sudden is just going to look past the last two years of arbitration, the ups and downs, the outrage that happened after, you know, Dak broke his leg last year and how everybody took to social media and Instagram saying, that's why you got to get paid. That's why you got to get your money, this, that. It's all water under the bridge now because Dak is swimming in money. $75 million in year one, 
That is unbelievable. It's a lot he's of absolutely, money. He, does, he might not even be able to play this year. I mean, who knows what he's going to look like. His leg is, you know, on the level of Alex Smith fucked up. I think he, he, he might have gotten away without the infections and excess surgeries. But that shit is held together with screws and bolts and rods. And yeah, I mean, the, if he's if he's playing this season, it's not until way later on. If he's playing this season, it's going to be on a fucking Madden video game, dude. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go back on the field. I wouldn't want to get in front of him as, you know, hand him the ball. Like good. Imagine being his center and having to look him in the eyes and say, yeah, dude, you're good. Your leg, your left leg is the size of a fucking piece of spaghetti, but you're good. You're good. I I don't know. It it, it worries me, and I. But you didn't answer my question, and maybe I'll let Harry. Is it is he worth a hundred and sixty million dollars? Uh, I think good quarterbacks are tough to come by. I think. Prior to being injured, he had all the stats in the world to prove that he's a top, you know, I, I dare, I, I cringe in saying top five quarterback because I don't know if he's quite there yet, but he's still young. He's still promising. They have all the offensive tools around him to, to be successful. Granted, they weren't this past year, even before he was injured. Um you know, but that was that was the defensive side of the ball. So I'm not gonna. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there. But he's still 27 years old. I'm reading this tweet from Schefter as we're talking about this that says one one league source on the Dak Prescott deal quote You know what this is? This is Jerry Jones tipping off the extraordinary TV deal that is coming. So take that with a grain of salt. But for if if understanding that Schefter usually tweets pretty accurate shit it probably means that jerry jones is you know he'll pay his guy he'll pay his guys but he's gonna be making 10x that on the back end jerry jones better start paying his defense if he wants his team to do anything (laughs) i I don't know i just but that's that's another point though like jerry jones is now paying max money to his, his quarterback zeke's top dollar cooper's top dollar you're going to have to pay C.D. Lamb in the big time in the next two years if you want to keep him around. I don't think they have a tight end. Who is their tight end? Uh, Dallas. No, not Dallas. Go, got it. Uh, I, I, I even forget. They don't have a main tight end. doesn't matter. Scrub. And their line is elite or was elite before opt-outs, injuries, and all that. It's just They're like, not going to – there's no way they resign Cooper. They'll, resign, they'll sign Lamb to a long-term deal and let Cooper go. Well, I think training. Cooper's already under contract. I'm not. I'm not sure what his contract looks like. Um, but whatever. I guess you're right. There's there's really no way that they can keep all four of them. But shout out to Dak. I mean, I like Dak. You can you know be against him, rake him amongst top five, ten quarterbacks, whatever. I agree with what you said before. Prior to the injury, he was lights out, putting up video game numbers. So get that get that money, man. And uh, their tight end is Blake Jarwin. Literally yeah, okay. never okay, heard so of that no guy. Tight end. No tight end. Fair enough. I'm sorry, Blake. Maybe they'll draft Kyle Pitts. That would be sick. Heard it here first. They need defense, Tom. Get your head out of your ass. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think $160 million for four years is a tremendous amount of money. I think while this may potentially fix short-term solutions, it's creating a very long-term problem for them. And quite frankly, that's fine with me because there's nothing I want to see more than Jerry Jones fail. Maybe he's just taking a page out of the NBA book and it's just going to be offense. Like There's going to be a few in-between years, but... In 10 years, it's going to be like the NFL games are going to be like 70 to 63. That's going to be your average NFL game. And Jerry Jones is just on the the left side of the bell curve. Maybe. Maybe. We won't know until then, right, Tom? What we do know is that there's a lot going on in the world of sports outside of the NFL. Kind of like the Players' Championship coming up this weekend, March 11th through the 14th. And I want to ask you all, well, not you all because you can't speak, but I'll ask Harrison and Tom, who you think will take home the $12.9 million purse this weekend? Well, well you go first, Harry. You go first. I'll make one quick point. The $12.9 million, I guess, it, I, guess you, I guess you said it right. It's the twelve point nine is is difficult. It's a total. It's a total purse. It's a total purse. Right. The main guy, probably, the winner, probably gets like one point five, which is pretty good payday. Pretty good weekend. <laughs> um, yeah. So the uh, players' championship, big tournament. Some people say it's the fifth major. Uh, in any case, it's gonna be at TPC Sawgrass, which is just outside of Jacksonville, Florida, and. Uh, I mean, it's going to be every, everybody you know in the world of golf is going to be playing in it. DJ is the favorite. Jacksonville, Florida, you say? It's like outside of it. Point uh, Vidra. I might stop by. I'll be at my beach house down there. It's, well, it's a couple <laughs> couple miles outside. A couple, couple, couple miles from the beach. Um, anyways, DJ DJ's uh, the favorite. Bryson's kind of like right on his heels in that regard. Um, Bryson's obviously coming off the win last week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Um, I still think he's a cringe-worthy little douche. Want to squeeze his neck. <clears throat> yeah, why don't you go up to Jacksonville and tell him that? You won't. <laughs> you won't. You're only like a two-hour drive, dude. Go tell him yourself. Sucks. He's in Nueva York, eh, bro. I'm in New York, so I'm not... Oh, I'm uh, damn. I, I can never keep track of you. I'm sorry. I'll, know, I'll, I'll go visit him before, Harry. Let yeah, go know. tell him what I said. Anyways, I'm just going to give it a couple quick hitters in terms of people I'm going to be watching, in terms of people I really like to finish at least top 10. That being, um, excuse me, that being Con Morikawa, Cam Smith, I think I would put some scratch on him to win. Cam Smith has been kind of just like around, anytime he plays in a, in a tournament, he's always kind of around top five, top 10, right in that, right in that wheelhouse. Um, DeShambo, whatever you can put some money on him. I just don't. I don't like him to win back-to-back weeks. I think Jason Kokrak is a great top twenty pick. Um, I was looking for Scotty Stallings, but he's not playing this week, uh, so I don't know what that's about. And then uh, Tommy Fleetwood and like and Jordan Spieth, two guys who played well last week, but just kind of limped in uh, on Sunday and. and when Bryson kind of just took it took it away with uh, in the two horse race between him and Lee Westwood, 
Um, but I still think that Spieth and 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 uh, Fleetwood will do pretty well this week. I, I like them to also be in the in the top ten to top twenty range. Um, and yeah, so that's that's kind of it. Uh, What's like your take said, on Morikawa? Are you a fan? I think he's like I think he's a little vanilla. I think he's a little, you know, there's not there's not much to him. A little boring. He's he's actually very boring, um, if you ask me. But he he wins tournaments and he and he shows up and he's consistent. And he hits fairways and he hits greens and he's a good putter. Like he just kind of, he does everything he needs to do to, to win tournaments. Um, I think, I don't think I'll win the, the players. He'll definitely be in the mix. Don't. Yeah. He'll, he'll be in the mix come Sunday. I, I think um, you're right. Morikawa is kind of still in his shell. I think part of it is him just being a young guy and, uh, you know, just keep it, it, it leads to his, his success. It's just, he's kind of humble, grinded out. And he doesn't beat himself like uh, you might say Jordan Spieth does week in and week out. Uh, fuck Jordan Spieth. Uh, I don't care how well he's playing. He hasn't shown up on a Sunday in four years. I'm not banking on him to do it this year. Being said, Bryson, yeah, if he didn't win last week, I would have loved him this week. Um, he still has the win equity. Going back to back would be tough. And, you know, I, I think his number is going to be a little inflated just because he won last week. So I'm going to lay off Bryson for those reasons. My guy this week is Xander Shoffley, another guy who's kind of on the cusp of always right there, can't get it done. He's been laying a little low recently. Um, but, you know, if you if you want to talk about a guy that has the most complete game, tee to green, Xander Shoffley is in that discussion seven days a week. Uh, I just, I don't know, I, I feel... I, I just feel like it's his week this week. Um, DJ, I don't really think DJ gives a fuck about this. Like, it, it's just the DJ effect. Like, he showed up a few weeks ago at the work, I think it was the work day, and he shot, like, like a 77 one day and then came out and eagled, like, three of the first six holes. And then he bogeyed, and he's just all over the place right now. His head's not in it. Don't take DJ and, you know. If I got to eat my words on that, that's fine. But at 11, 10, 11 to 1, probably not in this field. Uh, who else am I thinking of? Oh, Was speaking of Scotty. canceled? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. What was but, the question? Uh, was the event canceled last year? Um, I believe so. Yeah, it, it would have been right was, around this time. So. I was just looking at... Uh, just breakdown for the players, and I was looking at Rory because technically he's the defending champion. So Rory, won. Rory absolutely lights this course up. If you use course history as a, a a betting reference as to you know past performances, Rory could come out this week and absolutely tear it up. But he had an awful awful quote Sunday afternoon where he basically was just like. I don't have that spark. Like I need that spark. And if you don't have that like killer instinct, like, like Brooks Kepka, for example, if you don't have that instinct of like, I mean, if I'm here, I might as well try and fucking win in this field. It's not going to cut it. And I've just, I don't think Rory's head is right right now. As good as his game has been up and down, up and down. It's just a little all over the place for me. And he had the touch of a rapist, with his iron, or it's like his short game last week was not pretty. So 
I'm gonna stay away from Rory, but uh, I wanted to I wanted to cycle back to Scotty Scheffler, uh, 2000 whatever last year's Rookie of the Year. Uh, I love Scotty Scheffler to show up this week and hang with the big dogs. He's got a monster driver, uh, great putter as of late, and I don't know. He just he feels like a guy at 30, 35 to one, pretty good odds. And then, um, lastly, did you I just say, did you say, did you say 2000 whenever? Do you not remember I mean, what last year was? Well, I just, I don't know if he was like technically, if you want to count the, like rookie of the year last year when like the season was cut short and then picked back up, it, it is what it is. He was oh, last year's rookie. I was just worried that you forgot what year last year was. <clears throat> 2020. Um, but before we before we move on from the golf, uh, just to recap, I like Morikawa to win, or not Morikawa. <laughs> now I'm all over the place. I like Shoffley to win. I like Scheffler to win. These are tongue twisters. And I got to give a, a quick shout out to my guy Lanto Griffin, the pride of VCU. He's I don't know if you've been keeping up with him or not, but he's put up top 20s in like six straight outings. And he's just beautiful, beautiful irons. His approach game has been on point. And do not be surprised if Lanto Griffin's name is floating around the top 10 come Sunday afternoon. All right. Well, that's uh, that's all we got there for the Players' Championship. Harry, unless you got any last-minute tidbits? No, I just want to uh, re- re- reiterate Cameron Smith. He's got a blonde mustache. He's got kind of a mullet-looking thing, and he's Australian. Pretty Ooh. good golfer. He Google. he he kind of came to prominence at Augusta last year, right? That was his like. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, he's a beast. Gotcha. I mean, dude, have you ever met an Aussie that you didn't like? Never in uh, my life. Never. I will not answer that they, question. They're a fun breed. Um, all right, let's talk quickly about MLB starting up. Tom, I'm just going to quickly kick it over to you. And Harry, if you want to dive in, that's fine. But I'm just going to ask you who your early favorites are, and we'll go on uh, from there. Uh, there's way too much to cover right now. Um, it's getting me hard and hot and bothered just thinking about baseball. So I will save you and sum it up in one sentence. The San Diego Padres are going to be fucking nasty. Case closed. If you aren't watching all 162 games of the Padres, I don't know. There's something wrong with you. They are must-watch television this year. Doesn't matter who's on the bump. Doesn't matter who they're playing. Just sit down and watch them. Oh, I like that. Harry, any um, thoughts on that? That's cool, Tom. That's cool, Tom. I think, like, top top contending teams, Yankees, <laughs> Dodgers. Yankees, Dodgers. Padres, Toronto Blue Jays, Atlanta Braves, Houston Astros. <laughs> Your Yankees are going to win, though. Don't worry about it. Thank, thank you for the summary of the top 20 teams in baseball. Uh, it's going it's gonna to be the Padres, the Dodgers. Are we playing the game game here, or are we just listing off baseball teams? I'm trying to list as many <laughs> baseball teams as I can think of. It's going to be the Padres or the Dodgers against the Yankees likely likely but I'm also my like quote-unquote dark horse if you want to call them that will be the Chicago White Sox 
who have uh, arguably the most fun lineup to watch. Tim Anderson bringing swagger back. They got Luis Robert, who is an absolute freak, freak of a human being, just mashing baseballs. Let me ask you this. Are they um, operating at a normal schedule, or are they doing something similar to the rest of these <clears throat> or uh, sports organizations that are kind of uh, quarantining divisions within themselves? What's the deal with that? Uh, I mean, baseball has always been that way. I think that's where they kind of picked it up. And, you know, I don't know what the status is of interleague play. So don't quote me on that. But they've always played like 30-some games against their division. And then another 60 or so interleague. So we'll, we'll get back to you on that. Right, we'll circle back. We'll have our people get to your people. Um, all right, let's uh, wrap the world of sports up with some college hoops, conference tournaments, and March Madness. Still some time uh, <clears throat> to discuss this and post about it, but we wanted to uh, give some initial thoughts, comments, concerns. What are you, uh, what are you two thinking? Harry? I'd like to point out that Duke Tom, is a 10 anybody? seed in the ACC tournament. When was the last time they were a 10 seed in the ACC tournament? Dude, they're not going to make the, the they're not going to make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, they're I mean they're going to have they're going to have to win the bid, which is not going to happen. So, that's interesting. Um at this point though, it's basically Gonzaga versus the field. They're just so fucking good. It's it's incredible. Texas Tech Tom. Uh, well, yes. Now would be a good time to resurface the fact that I have a future bet on Texas Tech. <laughs> I got them plus 3,300 before the season tipped off. Um, Do you know what they're at now? I haven't looked recently. I would guess being, I think they're a top like 15 team in the country, but the Big 12 is so fucking top heavy. I mean, you're playing Baylor, Texas, like. They're going to be a strong like four or five seed in the tournament, which bodes well for me, honestly. So now that I think about it, I love my bet. I'm feeling real good about that. <laughs> it doesn't matter that they can't score. It's all about that defense, baby. All right. Well, we will uh, we'll post our bracket when the time comes for March Madness. But maybe we even run one similar to what we did a couple of years ago. See if we can an EOR bracket out there. Who, I think that who, would be good. Who won for that bracket? Yeah, we're we're at the where the pace. I don't, I honestly don't bucks. even remember. But give the people what they want. I think it was some like random, some random like fourteen year old joined our, our bracket rando. league. Yeah, it was a total rando. And he's like, well, I give it on, man. Give me it. Give me if my they're money. giving us plays, let's uh, let's do it up. Harry, have you been watching any of uh, the NHL? Uh, now that I'm back up north, I've been watching some Ranger games. Yeah, yeah man. Um, yeah, man. I think uh, <laughs> on the topic of keeping within the divisions, it's been kind of a weird season. And I, I quite frankly can't really tell who sucks and who's actually good. And I think there should be an asterisk next to yeah this year, uh, I, th- I think the weirdest i mean the 
I think it's been really fun. It's been kind of like interesting to see like all these rival teams play each other so frequently. I, I've actually kind of enjoyed it. Um, the Rangers are like just a little bit too young to be good, which is unfortunate. But uh, I think it's great. I think you know there's there's four standout teams, maybe five, which would be like the Vegas Golden Knights, the Toronto Maple Leafs are really good, the Islanders and Capitals, and then the Tampa Bay Lightning. But like even in the Central Division, they've got the Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers within two points of the, of the Lightning. So I think it's been pretty interesting. There's still a lot of games. Uh, they're about halfway through, actually, at this point. A little bit less than halfway through the NHL season so far. So I'm loving the Islanders, man. Obviously, you know, Rangers through and through, but it's just they're, it's, they're fun to watch. Dude, that Matt Barzal goal that you sent me was insane. The, between the legs. Exactly. The kids are free. That I can't um, even, I can't even quantify, or fathom, or calculate, or whatever the word is you want to pick. How you, how you carry an action <laughs> out like that, dude? He's going what, 15, 20 miles an hour, and yeah. he stops essentially on a dime, dekes out a goalie. And puts the puck and the stick between his legs while still moving, and puts it. I mean, I believe top cheese, top right ninety. Yeah, I mean, Carter, Carter, brother, you need to take a cold shower, my man. <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm just, I'm just you using a whole different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just literally picturing, Boy, I'm picturing this shit in my head, man. And it's, I mean, go ahead and watch it for yourself. I sent it to the group. Run that back. It's, I mean, what? Yeah, it was sick. I mean, I could do that, but like, it was sick. <laughs> yeah, on 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 NHL 2021. Please, please. All right. Well, I think that's a good note to uh, close things out on. We've got buzzer beaters to close us out. As always, Harrison, what do you got for us, brother? Um, I, I watched. I didn't actually watch the dunk contest, but I gotta say, like that, the All Star game in the, in the skills competition is just so fucking boring. So, the NBA, so NBA needs to really like. Re- revamp that whole thing i mean i get it without fans it's a little bit different there's like not a much like you kind of just feel like you're at practice you know what i mean like there's really nothing to it um but the guy who won the, the dunk contest like not actually kissing the rim but like pretending to kiss the rim and then before dunking it was the lamest fucking winning dunk i've ever seen don't get Tom started. You might get him i know i am I'm, I'm in full agreement and i have uh i have a a solution to all of this so the skills challenge um is such a it's such a joke they have big men doing it it's like the skills challenge is supposed to be for your like point guards and your shifty players not your seven foot center that thinks he can shoot threes like i don't i don't know waste of time so i think they should make it a obstacle course rather than like four traffic cones they have to dribble around and a little tire to shoot through Make it more challenging. Secondly, the dunk contest. Million dollar prize. Everyone gets one chance to do a dunk. You get one dunk. You throw it down. 
and you miss, you're out. That's it. I think well, I like, the, like stakes, that. the stakes a lot higher. I mean, they put the dunk contest at halftime of the All Star break of the All Star game when everybody's getting up from their TV to like go take a piss or get food or whatever. Like it is literally showing us that it means nothing to them. So those are my two my two cents on the subject. Um, but I, I I'm in agreement, Harrison. Thank you, Tom. Love those ideas. Even go go the route of the NFL. The NFL now does like they do like dodgeball. You know, like and shit like that. Like just do shit that's gonna be like fun for the for the everyday fan to watch. Fair yeah, because there's nothing that I want to see more than LeBron James throw dodgeballs. <laughs> You're not gonna watch regardless. <laughs> yeah, true. Good point. All right. Uh Tom, what do you have for us to close this out? On the MLB note, I am anxiously awaiting the return of MLB the show to Microsoft platforms. Just a beautiful video game. I don't care if you're a baseball fan or not. Baseball video games are legit. They are entertaining. They are engaging. And the MLB The Show always offers a million-dollar prize for the first person to throw a no-hitter in the game on, like, the expert setting, which is incredibly difficult, but, you know, time-consuming, but also worth it if you can pull it off. So... Uh, April 20th, he's quit his job and he will be competing for a million dollar prize. If, if I can do it, I will quit my job. And, uh, yeah, April 20th, it comes out on all platforms and that will be the day I hang it up from call of duty and basically every other endeavor I have going on for me until I throw that no hitter. So, yeah. Well, we'll see you then, Tom. It was an honor and a pleasure. Um, All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, we appreciate you joining us here tonight. We hope it wasn't too painful. Go ahead and check us out on Twitter and Instagram. Things are heating up. If you haven't already seen it, Tom tweeted at the IRS about his tax return. Not only did he get a lot of love for it and responses, but the IRS showed up to his house with a check. So make sure you go and tune (laughs) in. With handcuffs. (laughs) <laughs> and a taser uh, I actually did get it today very nice please make nice sure note. to click and subscribe both on iTunes and Spotify so you are staying up to date with our weekly but not weekly released episodes and to play us out ladies and gentlemen a little taste of the much anticipated new album from Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, Silk Sonic this is Leave the Door Open Ladies and gentlemen, we out.